Hello and welcome to the sixth episode of the Pharmadelic Experience podcast. This is your host David Kolosic. I can't believe it's been six months since I started this, like time flies. But it's really cool I got to have conversation with many interesting people, like in clinical pharmacy, research and development in Dubai, material science, social media, etc. This episode is a bit different. Until now, we were focusing on the life science industry itself. Now, however, we'll be focusing on technology. In this episode, I hosted Orshi Kereki, a life scientist who works at a technology company that builds cloud applications for the life science industry. We talked about how she got interested in switching from science to technology, how the whole interview process went, and how working in a technology company with a science background is actually beneficial. She shares a lot of good advice to anyone who's interested in making that jump. I really hope you enjoyed this uh, episode as much as I did, and I hope that you'll be brave enough to maybe try something different. Hi, Orshi. How's it going? It's going very good, David. How are you? I'm brilliant. Thank you. So you must be traveling a lot, like you go back and forth between Budapest and London. Are you in London at the moment? No, at the moment I'm in Budapest, but you're right. I'm traveling quite often at the moment, almost like every two weeks to London. And then, yes, my base is in Budapest. How's that? You're, you're meeting with your clients? You do work on site? Yes, we have meetings with the clients. We have workshops. Uh, we have trainings with them. So it's always better to have as many people face-to-face as possible. I mean, it's never... If you work with a global company, it's never possible to have every single stakeholder from the client side in the same uh, room as you, but it's always better to have as much as possible. You work in a very modern technology company, right? But your background is in science. So it's a very unconventional route to take. How did you even find about this and what sparked your interest to switch from science to technology? Yeah, it's not like the usual path as uh, in terms of careers. So my background is biochemical engineering. I studied at the Budapest University of Technology and Economics here in Budapest. And after completing my master's, as every fresh grad, I think I started looking for positions. I sent my CV out to as many companies as I could. I was browsing through all these career sites. I was browsing through company web pages that I knew about. And in the end, I ended up working at Procter & Gamble as a regulatory manager. So I was a country regulatory manager, basically uh, being the main regulatory person on the field in Budapest. And first, uh, when I started working, it was was like amazing because of all the new things that I started learning about the consumer goods that P&G is uh, manufacturing and also the whole field of regulatory. But as I started to understand what a regular man- uh, regulatory manager does, I have to say I wasn't too much of a fan. And uh, as the days were passing, I was losing my motivation. So it sparked uh, something in me that I should be looking for something else. And that's when I heard in PNG that they are going to be implementing this new IT system, which is called Viva Vault. And it sounded already very uh, interesting to me. And they did a demo for us, for the whole regulatory people in PNG. And what they showed during that demo was, for me, amazing because 
I know how PNG was working with data management in terms of IT systems and how they were really using numerous IT systems. And really they had a system which was only there to actually connect two different systems. And then we could really trade all these into just having one system. And it sounded so amazing and so inspiring that as I was looking for jobs, I kind of bumped into Aviva promotional stuff. And I saw that they were actually looking for some people in Budapest. So this is how I found this opportunity and I applied. Wow. So actually the PNG was using multiple systems and then they had to use or implement a new system to connect all these systems. Yes, that's correct. Yes. I think this is quite the same situation in many different companies, right? A lot of companies are using very old technology and then they have to stitch it up together to work. So oh, of course, yeah. Seeing this modern technology was like for you, wow, this is the future, isn't it? This is something you really want to be part of. Oh, uh, yes, yes. So yes, basically, especially global companies, they are using multiple systems. And all these systems are very customized to their needs, but they are just a one coded system for them. While Vault is offering something very different because it's a cloud-based platform. So all the companies are using the same basis, it's just customized to their needs. So it's a very different approach. I think it's, it's the way to go. I think this is the future. But yeah, this is not something that has been used in the past. I fully agree. And so then you decided to apply for this job, but you didn't really understand what this would involve, right? Because your mindset was regular affairs, but now you were switching to something completely different. Yeah, that's right. But the job description, how it was written, I thought that it, is, it suits me perfectly. So that's why I, I decided to really go for it. And the way that my application was going is that I submitted my application on the Friday at around like 1 p.m. And my now manager replied to me in like 10 minutes uh, wow. saying, can we have an interview on Monday? So it was really fast. And also, this is such a positive thing from a company that you see somebody replying to you so fast. So I said, yes, I would love to have the interview. So I had this first initial interview with my future manager. And she explained to me perfectly how the whole company is working, what my role would be like. We kind of agreed on what is the path that I'm interested in, what am I applying for specifically. And then she told me how the whole interview process is going to go. So at Viva, we have quite a long interview process. After the first screening interview, if that was a positive thing and the, the manager would like to continue with this hiring process, then you receive this, this exercise, this case study. And you have to prepare a case study with slide decks and explaining what you do within 10-day time frame and then really do a presentation to a group of people in Viva. So for me, it was three people who I had to present to. I personally had this experience as a very positive one because not only did my future manager and my future co-workers start to get to know me and how my brain works and how I like to work, but also it was a really nice chance to actually try out what my future role would be and if I enjoy 
working on an IT system and preparing slide decks and demoing and things like that. So I think it's a, it's a very good thing that Viva is applying this case study in their interview process. And then after my case study, I had two or three more interviews just to just for them to really feel if I'm a right fit in terms of culture. All right. So this is like a very practical hands-on interview, isn't it? Like you, first of all, find out if you're fit for this role, if you would like it. And then at the same time, I feel it's quite informal, right? So you get to know a lot of people, they get to know you. So it's mostly about whether you fit into this team and into this culture, isn't it? Exactly. Yes, completely. They are looking for people who really fit into the culture. We have a very specific but an amazing culture here at Riva. So they are really interested in finding the right fit. And yeah, these are informal, really conversations that you have with people who are already in the company and not HR people, but people who are actually working in the field that you are applying for. And also the case study is also something that they do take seriously and everybody should who is applying to Viva should prep really uh, well for these case studies, but it is also a benefit for both them and I also think for the applicant as well. Yeah, that makes good sense. So all of this went successful, the long throw of the interviews and all that. So then you joined the company as Generation Viva graduate program, right? So what is this all about? So currently I'm an associate consultant in the consultant development program that Viva has. So this is really, this program is designed for fresh graduates without any experience in IT or consultancy to understand what an IT consultant does. And it's a really good program because we get to work with people who are more experienced than we are. And they teach us how to actually talk to the client, how to interact with them, how to do a workshop with them, demo our um, configuration to them. So it's all about us developing and learning and becoming the best consultants that we can. But at the same time, it doesn't strictly tie us down to being a consultant. So if we find that within Viva there is something that is more interesting to us, we can also go and explore that as well after this program has ended. So it's a it's a very nice way to get introduced to this IT consultancy world. And uh, in a day-to-day basis, what I am doing, I am working on a on a global pharma company. We are implementing at the moment uh, our regulatory suite to them. And uh, my role in this project is the, the configuration specialist. So in these projects, the configuration specialist is really the person who is owning the configuration of our Viva Vault system. In configuration, what we mean is really the customization of the, the platform. And so I go to the client's offices and we hold uh, with, my, with my senior consultants some workshops where we understand what are their needs in the system and then we actually try to design it to their needs. And then after the design has been done, then we go into the testing phase and then we go into the training phase. So to really train them on how to use the system. You've mentioned that you are implementing the regulatory suite, which means that you're actually using the knowledge and experience you got in PNG previously, right? Yes. But also, 
is your life science background useful in these implementations when you speak to the regulatory people? I would say yes. Even though I don't use my uh, scientific background on a day-to-day -day basis, the people that I work with are uh, very scientific and for them it's easier to talk to me about a lot of things not only because I have the regulatory knowledge, but also with my science knowledge. So I would definitely say that this is something that is helping me in my career at Viva as well. So you're kind of using the best of two worlds, right? On one side, you are utilizing your life science knowledge and the regulatory knowledge to speak the same language as the people you work with. And on the other side, you're using your technology knowledge that you're developing right now to give the configuration of the system of the application that they need so this can suit them on a daily basis. Exactly, exactly. But I'm still not coding, so I'm not the hardcore IT person. But also my engineering background is giving me a very, it's helping me a lot because it gave me a kind of logical thinking that is very useful in the, in the design phase of our work. And before you've mentioned that this company was very flexible. So what does this mean for you like day in your daily work? Well, flexible in a way that we have a lot of opportunities to work anywhere from where we want to. So we are not tied into an office. We are tied to our computers. But if we have our computer and internet connection anywhere, then we can actually start working. And this is one side of uh, having flexibility. And the other side is that our program is very much introducing us into the Viva world. So if we understand during our two-year in the consultant development program that we maybe are not as interested in the classical IT consultancy. We can go into more of a product uh, thinking, so the product uh, development team, or we can also go into a technical consultancy if we are more technical and not that much business oriented. So within these first two years, we really have time to explore our possibilities and then decide how we want to go and where we want to go from here. Yeah, and I think this is very good because these two years give you the skill set that you need and you find out what you're really good at and what you need to develop. And then after two years, you have the choice, right, to move into the field that fits you the best. Yes, exactly. And not just what we are good at, but also what we enjoy. I think that is a very important uh, point in work. So you also have to enjoy what you're doing. And then this is also in the contrast with your previous job in PNG, where you realize that that hardcore regulatory affairs management wasn't too exactly. much of a fit for you, but this is something completely different. You still, because you still work in regulatory affairs, like you work with the regulatory affairs people, but you are doing it from a different perspective, right? So that exactly. makes a whole difference. Exactly. And I'm very happy to be still working with something that is related to regulatory because as this was my first work experience, it still kind of holds a special place in my heart, but it wasn't something that I was enjoying on, on really a day-to-day -day basis, but that I still get to do something and how people who are still working in, in that area is something that I'm very happy about. Yeah, and I think that's the most important thing. Looking at the future, you still have one year in this program. Do you know what you want to do after you finish or you're still kind of deciding? I have some thoughts about what I want to do, but a year is a long time. I learned that here. This past year has been very eventful. I've learned so much that I'm still very much looking forward to the next year. And then I want to hold on 
uh, hold this thought and then decide a little bit later on where I want to go exactly. But I would say that for me, this, this IT consultancy will be, will be kind of the path. So for now, you're just enjoying this. And then once the time comes, you'll see what's exactly. the best, best way forward. That's my plan. That's a good plan. Would you have any advice? Because I think the, the point of this podcast is also to all the listeners who are mostly science-based, who are applying now for the jobs or internships, like looking back in your career that you had so far, if you could start again, what would you do differently or what advice would you give to the people that are now in this moment where they have to kind of decide how to start and why to start? To be honest, I personally wouldn't change anything because I like how my career is going and I really like the fact that I've took chances. So what I would say as an advice, if you see chances, then go for it and never be afraid of any change because anytime that I think about my career and how things worked out, it kind of makes made sense in the end and how I went from one position to another I am benefiting uh, from whatever I have learned and I've experienced in my first job. And now I'm at a place that I'm really enjoying what I'm doing. So really don't be afraid of a change, even though maybe you might be seeing people that are really sticking to their position because they feel safe there and they think that they might lose something with the with going for something new and unknown, but I think we are very young, so we should go for any chances that come our way. So you would just say, don't be afraid if you have any opportunity to try something out, but you're not sure if you can do it or if you're good enough, just go ahead, do it, and eventually you'll find a way how to do it, right? Exactly. And you might then realize that it is something that you love. So yes, that would be my advice. And I think I realize the same. I, I've been jumping into different kinds of opportunities. And what I realized was that there's always someone who's going to help you. Like, I think as human beings, we have this need to help each other. So when you don't know something, someone is out there to, to really help you out and get you on your feet. That's also very true. Yes. There are so many resources in terms of people and not just people, but on the internet information as well that can help you. But the people you know are, are very valuable. Exactly. I, I fully agree. I've heard that Viva is recruiting for new graduates all year round. That's true. Yes. I guess to, to any listeners who's um, interested in trying out or working in technology, it's definitely something to try out. Would you have any advice for them? If there are people out there listening who are interested in IT and want to join a company that is very young, very fast growing, and uh, yeah, there are a lot of motivated people working here, then definitely look around what are the, uh, the open positions and especially the CDP program I can uh, recommend to anybody currently as far as I know, Viva is recruiting CDPers in Budapest, in Barcelona, and in Paris. So these are three amazing locations. We have great teams in all three locations, so uh, I can recommend it to anybody. Definitely. 
And if anyone applies, well, you might have a, you might have an interview with Orchi. So um, <laughs> that's true. Yes, <laughs> you might get to know in person, not just through listening to this podcast. Yes, well, that's true. This was a this was a very nice conversation, short but sweet. <laughs> I wish you I wish you all the best with your implementation that you're doing at the moment, and I wish you all the best with um, the rest of your graduate program. And I hope that you prosper in your career, and that you just keep going. Nothing to be afraid of. Just uh, keep taking those opportunities. And I'm pretty sure you're going to do really well in your career. Thank you very much. And thank you for having me here on your podcast. Thank you for listening to the Pharmadelic Experience podcast. You can follow Pharmadelic on Instagram and Facebook at Pharmadelic and follow me on LinkedIn. Just search for my name, David Kolosic. You can also subscribe to our Telegram channel at Pharmadelic to be the first one to receive job listings, career advice, and similar, directly to your mobile every day. I hope you enjoyed the content, and if you did, please help us out by sharing with your friends. Don't forget to subscribe and follow us on your favorite platform to always keep up. This is David, signing off.